Welcome to Lunch Break, a special weekly series of The Eternal Entrepreneur that gives you bite-sized pieces of wisdom on how to build a functional faith and business. Each episode unpacks a short, actionable topic you can put into practice this week. Let's get into it. Hey, Eternal Entrepreneurs, Pierce Brantley here. We have a special Lunch Break episode for you, which comes from a new version of the show called The Partnership Series. In these limited edition series, we partner with great minds from our interviews to bring you business content you won't find anywhere else. This way, you can hear both their story and the strategies they use to run successful companies. Today's lunch break is from Kieran Lenahan. He runs Lenahan Coaching, which helps Christian entrepreneurs succeed in business without sacrificing their health, family, and faith. We loved having Kieran on the show before, and we know you'll enjoy them today as they unpack the subject of mindsets. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. I am Kieran Lenahan. We are in part two of this series about mindset. Today, we're going to talk about goal setting, but more specifically and more importantly, goal achieving. I know there have been previous episodes about setting smart goals. We're not going to get into that. We're actually going to get into something I think is even more impactful and more important. So last time, if you did not have a chance to listen to the previous episode, episode one of this series on what is mindset and what are the basics, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that before continuing on with this episode. So last time, just a quick review, we reviewed what's called the model. And remember that ran through circumstance, thought, feeling, action, and result. Again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, head to the previous episode. At the end of last episode, I left off with a question. What is your revenue goal for the next month? And so I want you to get really specific to the dollar. If you didn't have a chance to answer this question last time, take some time to do it now. What is your revenue goal for next month? And then on a scale of one to 10, what is your level of confidence that you will hit that goal next month? You have to be totally honest with yourself, the first number that pops into your head. If your answer is a 10, that means one of two things. You're either lying or it's just not quite a stretch goal that's going to take you out of your comfort zone and make you a better business owner. So if you're setting a stretch goal and if you're honest with yourself, you're likely to be somewhere below a 10. And I want you to ask yourself this question. What is the number one reason that your brain gave you the thought that you had as to why you can't be a 10 out of 10 confident? Hold on to that, and if you have to, pause it now and think through these questions. We will come back to that at the end of this episode. I want to ground ourselves first in uh, just one Bible verse that needs to be kept in mind when we get into the topic of goal setting and achieving things. And that verse comes from Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. I'm going to talk through four mistakes very quickly that people make when goal setting and trying to achieve those goals. I'm going to spend the most time on the last one because it's the most common and the one that trips people up by far the most. But the first mistake I'm going to talk about is losing sight of that verse of seeking first God's kingdom and his righteousness. So let's put this entire conversation in context quickly and then we'll move on. We are not setting goals for ourselves because we just want stuff, we want to accumulate more, we want more accomplishments. We're here for a bigger purpose. My guess is that you started your business because it had to do with work that you loved 
And it's a way that you felt like you could serve other people in a way that God uniquely gifted you and created you to serve. So what you are doing is a form of love and serving. Biblical love is the core ethic and the core motivation here. Goals can help us become the people that God has created us to be. That's the purpose of them. Mistake number one is losing sight of this. So form a habit, whatever that looks like for you to keep this reminder front and center for yourself to seek his kingdom first and keep that as a priority. Mistake number two, and we'll go through number two and three are very much related to each other. Mistake number two when it comes to setting a goal is not setting a goal. People like to say, I'm not a goal setter or I've tried it in the past and it hasn't worked. I'm going to get to this later on in this episode. Mistake number three is setting a goal that you know that you will hit 100%. Like if you put a 10 out of 10 and you know for a fact that you will hit that goal, that's not a stretch goal. I would question to what extent that goal is going to actually serve you and serve your business. Setting a goal that you know you will hit would be like Steph Curry setting a goal to beat me one-on-one in basketball. It would just be too easy for him. It's, there's no, it's not really a goal. He's just kind of stating a fact. So the solution for numbers two and three, set a goal, make sure it is a smart stretch goal. I'm not gonna belabor that point. Now let's get into the biggest mistake and this is really where I wanna spend the bulk of the time. This is the most common thing that I work on with my clients when it comes to goal setting. This is the most common mistake that people make whether or not they own a business when it comes to goal setting, New Year's resolutions, whatever you want to call it. And this is the mistake. We set a goal, but then we have a toxic relationship with that goal and it becomes a weapon instead of a tool. I'm going to say that again. We set a smart stretch goal, but we have a toxic relationship with that goal and it becomes a weapon instead of a tool. Let me describe what I mean by using some examples from my own journey as an entrepreneur. So this is how I used to set goals. I would get really excited. I would, I would set a goal. For example, when I first started my business, for the first three months, my goal was to create $5,000 in revenue each month. I would get really excited. I would make a plan to achieve it. I would have it all mapped out. I would know exactly how I was going to do it. Very motivated. And I would start off strong, really getting after it. I would review the goal every single day or week, and I would always be grounding myself in focusing on that goal. But when I didn't see progress, or at least the progress that I wanted, I got discouraged. And because my brain and our brains are wired to avoid pain and try to seek pleasure, looking at that goal every day or week that I didn't hit the goal or that I wasn't making progress, That was not something that I I looked forward to. I did not want to experience it. So over time, I distanced myself from that goal or did things to make myself feel better. So have you ever done any of these things that I did back when I first started my business? One, I stopped reviewing the goal. I just stopped thinking about it. I stopped reviewing it every morning. I just let it kind of float off and I lost sight of it. Or after a few weeks or a few months, I would lower the goal and I would negotiate with myself and say, oh, let me start with something more realistic and I would negotiate it down. Maybe halfway through the month, I would do this all the time. I would already be thinking on the 15th of the month, I would already be thinking about how can I gear up for next month to give myself a better chance at hitting the goal for next month, aka I already gave up on hitting the goal 
in the current month that I'm in that I'm only halfway through. Eventually, I just stopped using the goal completely. It felt useless. It wasn't actually helping me. And so if you ever do or have done any of these things, the goal was not actually helping you, which is the intent of setting a goal. In these examples, and in my experience, what I was doing was turning that goal into a weapon against myself. And it led to shame, it led to discouragement, negative self-talk, embarrassment, and just feelings of failure. Long-term, I stopped setting the goals because why would I set a goal if all that's going to happen is that I'm going to feel bad when I don't hit it? Or I'm going to feel bad because I'm not making progress towards it. And this is a pattern I've seen time and time again with clients when they come to me. And to be honest, it makes perfect sense because take all of the people in the world, a small portion of people are actually taught how to set goals. But none of us really ever learn how to have a healthy relationship with that goal. And I'm going to unpack that. So if you've been using goals as a weapon against yourself, and you've experienced some of those things that I just shared that I was doing when I first started my business, what do you do? Because the answer isn't to just stop setting goals. That's a band-aid. That's just covering the symptom. It's not treating the root problem. The answer is actually to change your relationship, your way of thinking and your mindset around the goals. So instead of a weapon that creates shame, Goals can actually become a tool that become a lot of fun and provide really, really valuable insight into yourself and your default thought patterns. At the end of the day, our goals should do two things. They should help stretch us into the people God is shaping us into, and it should help stretch us to serve people in our spheres more powerfully and with more love. So if our goals aren't helping us serve others or honor God or get closer to God, I would question why it's a goal. So let's get into this. The biggest value of setting a goal, the biggest reason it's a tool instead of a weapon is because it brings to the surface all of the doubts and beliefs and thought patterns that you currently have that are actually standing in your way of achieving that goal. That's why it's so important to set a stretch goal because you have to bring these doubts and these fears to the surface so that you can deal with them. So earlier and, and last week, I asked that question, what's your revenue goal for the month? For the month? And then what is your level of confidence that you will hit that goal for the month? Again, if it's a true stretch goal, your answer was not uh, likely a 10. And if you haven't written those down, again, pause it here and take the time to do that. Now, when I asked, what was your brain's reason? What was the first thought that popped into your head that you could not put a 10 out of 10 for your confidence level in reaching that goal? It's likely some fear or doubt or, or lack of belief in yourself. That's probably the thing that popped up and you want to write that down. Any of those thoughts that popped up, write those down because those are gold. I'm telling you because those thoughts and those beliefs are swirling around in your head. They exist. They may not be top of mind typically, but we're bringing those into awareness when those are operating in the background, it's affecting the actions that you take. It's affecting how you feel throughout the day, how you're showing up in marketing, in meetings, sales calls, presentations. Those thoughts are there in the back of your head, and we want to bring those to the surface. So I want to walk through some examples that people have shared in past workshops that I've run, and then we'll run it through that model that we talked about last episode. So here are a couple examples of these, these thoughts. 
that might pop up, these doubts. Uh, your brain might have said something like, my audience is too small for me to be able to hit my goal. I'm not good at marketing. I've actually, I've never done this before. And then a big one, it's COVID. People just, people aren't willing to spend the money. They're not going to want to hire you for your services, right? These are what I call exit thoughts. And very briefly, if you think about yourself and your business as on a highway, right? Your car represents your business. You're, you're driving it to a destination that you've plugged into the GPS. That's your goal. Anytime that you get off the highway, you're actually diverting from the path to reach your goal because the highway is the fastest way to get there. And so these thoughts, these kinds of thoughts, like my audience is too small or I've never done it before, these are exit thoughts. These, we're gonna, these are gonna take you straight off the highway and detract you and distract you away from your goal. So typically these are rooted in uh, some lack or some fear or doubt. Let's walk through one of them uh, through the model. So let's just say you, you just started your business and just like when I started my business, you wanna create $5,000 in revenue next month. So that's the circumstance. Your goal is $5,000 for the month. The thought that you have about that goal, if, if the thought that pops up is I've never done that before, therefore I can't do it. That kind of thought is gonna produce some anxiety, some fear, some doubt. You might have some tightness in your chest or, or some heaviness. And the action, a possible action that might come from those thoughts and those feelings might be research, 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 just looking for more information, taking courses, listening to every podcast you can get your hands on and reading books, but not actually getting out there and marketing your services. And so the result might be you don't actually create clients and you don't actually drive any revenue. Maybe you've had that thought that I've never done it before, but now that you've taken the time to write it down, you see and you can see why your brain thinks you can't be confident that you'll hit your goal, you're now aware of that. And now when you catch yourself thinking, I've never done it before, how, how the heck am I going to do this? You can remind yourself that that thought is not going to help you reach your goal. Again, that's the thought that's gonna cause you to take the exit. And what you're gonna to have to do is divert yourself back to the highway. And so instead, you can shift your thinking from those exit thoughts and instead of focusing your attention on those, you can focus them on the highway thoughts, right? So in this, keeping with this car metaphor, the highway thoughts, these are the thoughts that actually lead to you achieving your goal. So if you were to fast forward to the version of you who is already achieving that revenue goal that you have, what does that version of you believe about yourself? What does that person believe about the value that you offer or your ability to market your services or about the people in your audience. If you go to that future version of yourself who's already doing it, already hitting those goals, you want to get in their head and think about how they are thinking. And so here's some examples of some highway thoughts that have come up in the past. Typically, these are thoughts about what you do know, about what you're confident in. And so here's, here's a few. I always figure things out even when I've never done something before. I bring way more value to my clients than I actually charge them. I know exactly how to help my ideal client solve their problem. And there are people in my audience right now who I know are on the verge of hiring me. Right? So if that future you is thinking those thoughts, let's run that through. Let's take one of them and run it through the model. Again, same circumstance. The goal is $5,000. The thought 
I know exactly how to help my ideal clients solve their problem. When you're thinking that, you're probably going to feel excited and motivated, empowered, buzzing, compelled to market yourself from a place of love and wanting to help people solve their problem. And the action that you're likely to take might be to go out and meet a bunch of ideal clients to show up in your marketing consistently and confidently, knowing for a fact that you can really help people. And the results, you are more likely to create that $5,000 in revenue that you want to create. So a healthy relationship with your goals looks like being willing to observe and examine these exit thoughts, these doubts and fears that you have about reaching your goals. Then instead of just letting those keep living in your head and operating from them, you shift your focus and you get back on the highway and you start thinking those highway thoughts that we just ran through. The thoughts that the future you is already believing and already operating from. This is especially, so if right now, if you're operating from exit thoughts, maybe 70% of the time and highway thoughts only 30% of the time, as you start to shift that pie chart to to be the inverse and you start operating on the highway 70% of the time, that's going to energize you. That is going to lead to such different and incredible results because you're going to be showing up in a way that is totally different night and day different from how you're showing up right now. And so this is super helpful when you feel off or demotivated or in a funk, discouraged. When you feel off, that's almost always because there's a thought going through your head that's creating that feeling. And so if you can identify what is what is the thought that you're thinking right now? What is the belief that you have right now that is causing you to feel apathetic, demotivated, discouraged. Once you identify that, now you can intentionally make a decision to shift that and decide to think about those highway thoughts and get into that. This will make the amount of time that you spend feeling off instead of going for a day or a couple days or a couple weeks feeling like you're in a rut and off, you can very quickly divert yourself back to the highway and get back to operating at a higher level. So doing this exercise is something that I do every single morning and it's work that I do with my clients because it works. This took me from starting my business from scratch to hitting consistent five-figure months. It's helping my clients get their businesses off the ground and creating consistent income. But this is is work. This is not magic. This is not you do it once and there it is. What we're talking about is rewiring and retraining your brain's default thought patterns. Like these are the habits that your brain has is to think these different exit thoughts and you know that negative self-talk, these doubts and fears. And so the more you bring awareness to it and shift it to the highway, the better results you're gonna create. The enemy wants us to weaponize our goals against ourselves, to stir fear and doubt and complacency. That is what the enemy wants. God wants to use our goals to shape us, to refine us, transform us and heal us and break strongholds. So if you're interested in worksheets that run through some of these things that I've just talked about, I'm happy to share it with you for free. So reach out to me via my website or or reach out to me on Instagram. I would be happy to share worksheets that can help you really dissect what are these exit thoughts that are most prominent and most sticky for you that are really tripping you up. And then you can identify what are the highway thoughts that are actually going to lead you to operating at a higher level.
Next time, we're going to talk about selling and marketing and the number one biggest mistake that people make early on in their business, especially. We'll touch on why mindset matters a ton when it comes to selling and marketing, especially if you're someone who feels uncomfortable selling or uncomfortable marketing. Two years ago, I hated anything that had to do with sales or selling. I felt like it was all pushy and sleazy and manipulative. And I'll even share next week an embarrassing story that hopefully you will be able to learn from that created really strong negative beliefs about selling. Uh, And I'll share how God changed my view of it. So that's all I've got for today. Don't hesitate to reach out if you want a worksheet to run through this. But this work, I'm telling you, this work alone can make a big difference in your life and in your business. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this show, please leave us a five-star review and share this with a friend. It would help us out tremendously. Also, if you'd like to stay in touch and get a free copy of the first chapter of Pierce's new book, Calling, How to Partner with God in Any Business with Any Boss at Any Place in Life, then click on the link in the show notes to sign up for our weekly email or visit piercebrantley.co slash podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.